You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Everyone, welcome back to Showreel. One of the best aspects of documentary film is its ability to look into issues, lives and experiences that we may know very little about. Wanting to Fly by Matthew Morden falls into this category for me. It is about human suspension, a thing I became aware of years ago as part of an installation art piece which certainly caught your attention. Anyway, Wanting to Fly gives a much more insightful investigation of human suspension through the experiences of people involved, and in particular from the eyes of a man about to do his first suspension. The film is coming up in the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival, which hopefully will get its time in the sun at the Nova in September. I spoke to Matt about making the film, why, how and the result. We want, we're we going to be talking about wanting to fly. Now, what's your filmmaking background? I mean, how did you get to uh, to be making a, a documentary film in the first place? So, uh, about this subject or in general? In general. Just we'll start with in general. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, I'm originally from the UK and I actually studied um, fictional films. I went to film school in Wales and that was basically where I was going to go in, in my life and I decided I wanted to move to Australia and um, I did a few little docos when I was growing up but not too many but when I moved to Australia about 12 years ago I I started taking a lot of photos and doing sort of photography work in Melbourne and it, it kind of sort of fell in place um, doing some documentary stuff and um, I started doing some short little docos with some friends and then that's how it kind of grew and I really um, I really enjoyed the process of making documentary movies and um, the aspect of you know <laughs> you can you can plan something to the T but on the day you never know what might happen you know you, never, you can never predict what someone may say or you know or the actions that might that might happen in front of the camera so I really Love that aspect of documentary film, so that's how I kind of fell into it. Yeah, um, yeah. Into into making documentaries, yeah. And and I mean, you're in a new environment, so there's obviously endless questions about why. Yeah, I really love the questioning. I, I love how, you know, like I write a list of questions, but I I'm always listening to what they're saying because it could just take a different direction, and it can a new question might pop up, and I love that. I love that challenge of not you know you can never 100 percent predict or know where the interview may go you know and um with this documentary you know some of the stuff that came up i i wasn't 
even thinking about that before I even started. So I really love that that kind of challenge, that sort of unpredictability of documentary filmmaking. Now, Wanting to Fly in particular is a very curious film. Uh, tell me about how you came to the theme. So I was at a party and I was uh, chatting to a friend and um, she was telling me about um, human suspension and I honestly had never heard of it. I was, you know, I was quite naive. I, I never heard of this 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 thing. I'll just and, jump in uh, here and say that my introduction, because I'm much older than you, my introduction to it was in the 80s when there were some installation art artists oh, who yeah. had yeah. these things like uh, transparent uh, boxes where they were hung from, uh, you know, suspended effectively. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I can remember being hugely repelled by it. <laughs> yeah. But go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she was telling me, because she knew, my friend knew I, 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 you know, I was doing some doco stuff, and she goes, oh, you should really do this. This would be a great subject matter. And um, she's, I think she, if I remember rightly, I think she was the one that told me about Neil. Or she knew someone that would, that that never done it. Yeah, because it's a subculture, it isn't it? Time. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about me is, I'm really needle phobic. Like I just had my COVID jabs, and I was, you know, I'm really nervous about needles. Even today, it doesn't get any better. So I, when she was telling me about hook suspension, I initially sort of went, oh my, oh my word, I I could never imagine doing that, like putting hooks into your skin and. And then I then I started thinking, you know what, this might be um, this might be a good documentary for me to make because it's quite challenging for me in terms of getting my head around the whole concept of you know putting people putting hooks into people's skin. So I followed up with um, Piercing HQ, and they're the company that organise hook suspension. And I spoke to Bella, who was who's the organiser. And she was like, "What well, you know, why do you want to do this? And I said, look, I'm really scared of needles. I think it'd be quite a, a challenge for me to do this. And then straight away, she's like, right, great. That, that's great for me. And then she uh, told me about Neil. And so we interviewed Neil um, before his first ever hook suspension, um, which I think was really important to do. Yeah, which is quite lucky, actually, because it's a perfect mm. beginning for a documentary of this sort, right? Absolutely, because I think what i sort of realized or what i thought before we interviewed him was that he can relate to the audience because he hasn't done this thing and most of us will never do this thing and so he some of his feelings and some of his thoughts about doing this and not going into the unknown i think we can relate to and i was relating to him as the interview was going along because um he's like i don't know what it's going to be like i've never done it so that was, I think that's really important for the film because um, somewhere you need to have that connection with the audience and I think he provides that um, yeah, to the audience. Yeah. I think part of the uh, uh, success of the film is the fact that you're not proselytising, you are investigating. And uh, I know, mm. uh, tell me about how you uh, came to the various aspects of that in investigation and how you decided to... Uh, make it into the film because I mean you know it's all very well to think a thought but you have to visualize it yeah I to be honest okay so we went into this film and I thought 
I thought there'd be blood and I thought there'd be, you know, all this kind of stuff. But in, in my head, I thought a lot of people were doing uh, hook suspension because of the rush. Similar to the people that jump off a bridge in, in, uh, on a bungee jump in New Zealand, you know, get their adrenaline going. And so we went into this thinking, you know, we reckon that kind of thing was going to be happening with hook suspension. And maybe a little bit of... Um, Sadomasochism or something. Yeah, a little bit of that as well, a bit of sex and, you know, sort of bondage and that kind of thing. What we came about, what we came across quite quickly as we filmed the first suspension was the mental health aspect. Mm. And then I had to really sort of be fully aware of my role as a, as a film director in not overstepping that line because of some of the people we interviewed and filmed, you know, uh, there wasn't, you know, a sense of bit of vulnerability and um, people would open about why they were being suspended. And I thought, wow, okay, this has taken a, di a little diff different route, but I, I found it quite exciting that some people were doing book suspension to help relieve their mental health and sort of those health issues. And so I knew straight away, edit, editing-wise, how um, sensitive I had to be about cutting this as I was filming. Yeah. So that was kind of the thing that I was coming across, the being aware and being, um, yeah, sort of maybe, maybe a little bit more empathy than what I had going into this film. As I was mm. filming, I sort of thought I'd just sort of be more empathy, you know, have a, show a bit more empathy and, and just make sure everyone was okay. Yeah, because um, there's, there's a lot of, um, it's not just about the actions, it's actually a very emotional uh, aspect to this, as well as um, people, as you said, were very open. So getting them to be uh, signed release forms and all that kind of stuff, I guess that would have come to the fore. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, you know, we spoke to Bella and just made sure, you know, we spoke to the person before they got suspended, you know, are you okay? And relief forms and all that. Um, yeah, like we, you know, we went into it with, you know, with the same thought that we have to do all this kind of stuff because uh, the community is, um, you know, very strong and very connected and very supported. And, so for us outsiders to come in into this close-knit community, we had to be aware of people's thoughts and feelings and stuff like that and just being, you know, making sure someone, you know, some people we spoke to and they said, no, nah, I don't really want to be uh, filmed. I said, okay, no worries. And then so you just have to ask those people beforehand. Um, but one, most people were like, yeah, yeah, that's great. So How, how um, did you get to the interview? Because you have the actual process and drama of Neil getting to his ultimate goal, but you also uh, have other interviews. You expanded your interview base to a, a psychiatrist as a, or a health professional and also yeah. the other fellow who had done suspension but wasn't doing suspension but was reflecting on it. He was a very interesting character. Uh, was that? Oh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, basically, as we were doing the interview, we were meeting these the different people. And so, because people were very open and, you know, they spoke to us. And I said, look, would you be interested, interested in being interviewed after 
we filmed this and I said, yeah, great. And I, I, I wanted to build up, I didn't want to get lots of interviews, but I wanted to get a couple of key people that are part of this community to get their insight. Um, you know, like we spoke to Mike and, you know, Mike was, you know, his job was not being suspended, but um, sort of helping with the rigging and, and that kind of thing. And it was really interesting getting people's opinions about um, human suspension and how they got into it. And, and also about how, like, what an achievement it was for them to do certain things, you know, to do certain suspensions. Um, and that was really interesting sort of hearing those stories because even though we haven't filmed them doing it, they give a good account of those stories of what it was like and how it made them feel. And, and, but you know, the general feeling really about the whole thing was the community and how they sort of support each other, but way higher than what we do in our communities today, in my opinion, that they all sort of look after each other and they sort of, you know, they're there for each other and especially with the mental health aspect, they sort of um, have, have a lot of empathy for other people. And I thought that was quite interesting as well. It's um, a kind of a, a yeah. warrior mentality in a funny kind of way, isn't it? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing a documentary at the moment, which I can tell you later about if you want, um, about uh, the last, World War II veterans of Australia, New Zealand, mm. and the word that comes up a lot is mateship, mm. and it's you know it's around being out there and having these group of people close to you and it, having that bond is so important. I did get that kind of feel as well with the suspension community, like they they sort of are there for each other, if you know what I mean. And, yeah, um, I do. I think I that can come across yeah. very very strongly. Yeah. In fact, there yeah. was a lot and about it, this yeah. that was uh, much more revealing than I expected, and it did, you know, so in the kind of the same way as you, uh, it um, removed some of my sense of revulsion. Although, as, as similar to you, I, I would never do such a thing. Yeah, I think you know the way because a lot of people came up to you know, well, not a lot of people, but some people came up to me and said, like, why? why have you done this? You know, you know, I don't understand why people would do this to their bodies. I don't understand why you would want to do it. And, and then the other question was, well, if you're filming this, you have to be suspended. <laughs> right. There's yeah, quite right. a few people said, you know, they're like, well, you, you know, cause you know, you get people like Louis, who I absolutely admire, you know, I, I remember he did one about um, plastic surgery and I think he had a bit of, um, uh, what's it called when they, they suck the fat out of his back or something like that. So he, and I, I took my hat off to him, but I thought for this, <laughs> you know, what, well, Hey, why would I want to be suspended? Because it would be traumatic for me, but also yeah, it's not about me. It's about Neil and it's about these people, yeah. you know, um, that's, that's where the documentary is going. And then in terms of people saying, you know, why, you know, cause like Neil says in the film, you know, his wife said, you know, well, do, do you cut your hair? Do you have, you know, do, have you pierced your ears? Like it, Everyone like do everyone does things to their bodies, you know, but some people just decide to do other things, you know, like um being suspended. And I think the whole the, I would say the main goal for me with this film was just to open pe people's eyes and say, Look, 
I'm not here telling you you should do this. I'm just telling you that some people in the community do this thing. And I find it quite interesting. And I think we should have an open mind um, and learn, you know, about new things. Yeah, and also it's a fascinating aspect of uh, Melbourne culture and probably other places. But uh, yeah. it just proves that Melbourne uh, is a much more diverse community than many people might think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know that's why I love Melbourne. You know, like um, I miss Melbourne a lot. It's it's got that really broad range of 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 a society. You know, um, and you know, look, I had no idea there was a uh, hook suspension. Yeah, that's right. Thing in Melbourne. You know, well, we, you know, we spoke to Leanne, the young girl that works at Pearson HQ, and. Um, she was she was telling us that she she's been all around the world before COVID, of course, uh, doing suspensions. She's been to the UK, been to Germany, been to America, and I, I found that quite interesting. You know that there's little pockets of these um, communities all around the world that they can go to and and be suspended. Um, just in uh, before I forget, the reason we interviewed Professor Malcolm, he's like the Melbourne University uh, leading psychiatrist. The reason we interviewed him was because of the the mental health aspect that the film was going, and I felt that it was important to get someone um, who's an expert in mental health uh, just to get some of his opinions. And that's I felt that that was the right thing to do because there was a lot being talked about about um, people being suspended and it, the endorphins helping with their mental health and. So I thought it was appropriate just to, yeah, just to get his opinion as yeah, a professional. Yeah, yeah, aspect. which which uh, shows uh, one of the aspects that you were talking about in your documentary filmmaking, the uh, not knowing what you're going to uh, discover and then being mm. responsive to what you discover. Yeah, and it's that's, that's the key, I think, to documentary filmmaking is being being open to being flexible, you know, like something may come up and you're like, okay, that's, that's cool. I might go down this road and maybe interview that person and sort of cover the, not really cover the ground, but just sort of you make it like a, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, cover, cover the areas that are being discussed. Um, I felt like this film needed a, like a psychiatrist. Um, and it was great to interview him and he, he really loved it as well because he didn't know too much about it yeah. and he found it really interesting why people were um, using endorphins in such a way, you know, it's, mm. uh, to help with their, with their mental health. But, you know, Pearson HQ were great as well because they understand some people do it for that reason and, you know, they understand what happens to the body after you get suspended, like the drop. And... Um, they were great in explaining how, you know, eating chocolate and, and being mindful and talking to people after you suspend is a great way to come down from those really high endorphin rushes that the body goes through. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't even imagine how high how high they um I mean look, you know, last year um sorry, this year I nearly had a car accident and um you know, I just missed another car and I, I felt the endorphins kick in. And it was like, you know, it was incredible because like, it was, you know, such a fearful moment. And obviously 
for different reasons, but I did feel endorphins and I just think, wow, you know, imagine what endorphins would feel like if you're strung up and um, it must be quite a... And yeah, completely a release yourself to the um, gra- to gravity, yeah. And, and also... Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's also, not a fearful endorphin, it's like an excitement endorphin. Yeah, yeah. and also the business, uh, it, it also many uh, social taboos around or even just human uh, fears that are related to that particular physical confrontation, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Bella's, you know, because I asked Bella, <laughs> she gave me a look, you know, I said, would you, would you ever do suspension? And she hates needles. You know, she loves, you know, she runs a company that, you know, does, um, piercing she loves being pierced she has piercings herself but she like myself she hates needles and i think we really connected on that but um you know for some people you know it must be i don't know i think i filmed some people and they just went up and they were just like you know yep ready to go and then some people it took a lot longer and you could tell they were just you know nervous and which is completely understandable um i mean leanne lifted herself and um this you know i the scream she she screamed i mean it really i'll never forget it it was you know i said to my wife i said oh i wonder if that's like a similar sound to maybe childbirth or something like that it was like a really deep sort of gut sort of scream but once she was up she you could tell she had no pain whatsoever and she was up for about 40 minutes and she was flying around and she was loving it yeah she was absolutely loving it so um yeah it's it's an interesting but yeah i could never <laughs> i could never so so um when you when you uh you said we uh do you have a little small uh crew when you do a film like this yeah yeah i've got um a couple of people that i work with um i've had a couple of dops so i had um a mate from back home who now lives in melbourne uh gas anderson um, I had another DOP, Mark Avellino, and another DOP, Alistair Tame. And I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, they're all very close friends and I work with them quite, quite a bit. But I wanted them to experience it. It was, I felt like it was a film that, you know, they were like really keen to be involved in. So that's why I decided to sort of, um, share the love. you know, yeah, share the, share the love, share the, opportunity and they all walked away like um you know feeling wow that was quite an experience yeah um, yeah my wife my wife worked on the first one mm. um and she you know as a scientist she found it quite interesting like in terms of people's reactions to the endorphins and you know in a, in a more scientific manner um so yeah but yeah i do i do have a little crew that i work with and um yeah they're, they're good people to work with and you do the edit. Yeah, I did the edits for this one. Um, uh, moving forward, I probably will give it to, you know, for the future documentaries, I'll probably get someone to edit for me. And the, the other thing is, how do you, do you self-finance? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, so I run a company, I'm, you know, I do mainly photography and I do some corporate video, corporate photography and corporate video stuff. So it's all self-funded um and yeah that's that's where i was then and uh, moving forward i'm looking into sort of more um 
yeah, trying to get some cash to fund future projects and stuff like that. Mm, thank you very much for talking to me. It's been fascinating. It, 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 it wasn't as awful as I thought it would be when I sat down to watch it. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> and then that's, I found it really that's interesting. Great. That's great. And I should point out that that was the hardest part of this project was the, the amount of footage I got and trying to find that line because I'm a great believer. Like, you know, I, I remember Spielberg uh, being interviewed about Schindler's List and, you know, he said, there's a hole in the fence, you know, that's all I'm going to let the audience see because I don't want to show too much. And I felt, you know, like all the stuff I filmed, it was absolutely fine for me and my crew, but I wanted... I didn't want to push the line too much for the audience. And I, I just wanted as many people to watch it and enjoy it and go, oh, yeah, that's that suspension and see a bit of it, but not push push the line too far, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I do. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. Well, that's it for Showreel this week. We have been speaking to Matt Morden about his film Wanting to Fly, an investigation into human suspension, which is scheduled for screening at the MDFF later in September at Nova in Carlton, COVID willing. To keep up with MDFF, go to their Facebook page for information on films and other items. One caught my eye, which might be of interest to filmmakers out there. They are hosting a variety of free masterclasses via Zoom in July 2022 and want to know if you're interested in presenting a lecture or attending, getting feedback on trailers, rough cuts, short docos. And uh, they say, if so, get in touch with them by emailing info at mdff.org.au. That's info at mdff.org.au. The applications close on the 10th of July 2022 and everyone's welcome, which is nice. Lots of things happening despite COVID. Keep safe. Talk soon. That's a wrap from Annie until next week.
to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.